I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Kyle Bass, Stead's senior and bread baker. Later, we'll hear from Vladimir, Stead's freshman and resident Romanian. We'll have good news and weather with Nikolai. And filling in for an absent Bobby is Nikolai. All of this is happening now in the Red Room. Nikolai. And we're back in the Red Room. It's been a bit of a... Nice fall break. It I've, has been. I've missed the red room, but yeah, I've missed you. Oh, I've missed you too. I've Father missed Ralph. you. Yeah, it, it was one wild fall break, I'd say, and wild for reasons you wouldn't expect. Why? Pray tell. I, I got to sleep until nine thirty every day. Plus, I mean, we maybe pushed okay. the limits on nine thirty, but it was one of those relaxing wilds. Good. Like, it shouldn't happen like that. <laughs> well, if I remember correctly. You drove down to Indianapolis. Yes, I to did. To save a few dollars. Uh, you know, that $1,400 is yeah. a big chunk of change to save. So oh, that is a big chunk of change. I have to say, the Indianapolis airport is a lot nicer than South Bend. So oh, yeah. I'd say it might, it might even be worth it to just keep going there. Mm. You wow. know, if John will have me, I'll happily <laughs> drive down with him. Well, I mean, that's nice. You can drive down with him and he can drive you back. Uh, yeah, as he should. As a chauffeur. <laughs> I like that. So you went down to Florida, back to back home to back Orlando, O Town, to the number one restaurant, town foodie capital of the world. Now, did you notice that we both come from O Towns? I'm from Omaha. Oh, you're from Orlando. You know, the one's O-connection. a little bit more exciting than the other. Yes, you know, Omaha is an exciting. Town. The corn capital <laughs> of no, the world. No, no, the Corn Palace. That's in Mitchell, South Dakota, and that's we don't hands off that <laughs> hands off, but it probably is. for good reason. But. Yes. So, uh, so you were down in Orlando. Did you? Did you? sample any of the the cuisine you know the best cuisine to sample is when you can just eat outside that's kind of the the best thing ever really i thought the best cuisine was mom's oh you know that was the that's the real i was gonna i was (laughs) getting to that hope you're not listening mom you you cut me off before i was about to say that oh don't worry we'll edit this out but yeah all all around it was just exactly what i needed a recharge and how about you? How was your fall break? Uh, well, you know, I went off to California. Oh, enemy I, territory. I went to USC for a wedding. Ooh. And the wedding was actually on the same day as the Notre Dame-USC game here. Wow. I can't believe yes, you. Yes. Michael Flynn, I believe of 2014, he got married to Stephanie Lavian from sc and uh they asked me and you know i love the sc game but only one guy could get me out to sc oh boy um, and that was you know to miss this game and that was him and we had a wonderful wedding um i wore uh usc colors at the for the vestments but oh, don't worry folks boy. don't worry nikolai i gave him a great notre dame story oh i'm for glad. a homily and um it was a lot of fun i tell you i loved it um it was a lot of fun i missed the game but let me tell you, we have a great married couple uh, with Mike and Stephanie. And congratulations and best wishes to you. They're on honeymoon right now. Ooh, They're on honeymoon. Where yeah. are they, where are they um, off to? They're off t- to somewhere near Capri, a little island. Oh. You know, the emperors and all that stuff. And uh, just soaking it up, you know? Making us jealous. I know. I told them I carried bags really well in the language. <laughs> and it did not. Wasn't it, enough to sell them. It did not. It did not. You know, um, I guess they just didn't see the way I thought. Oh, oh my God. Little yeah. Halloween goober here. That's right. You can't see this, folks, but there is a. a I got a gummy eye. Is it edible? It's edible. Yes, it's Halloween candy. Um, it's 
uh, yeah, something. It's a it's a candy, and it looks like an eye. It looks Halloween. literally like an eye. I, I, mean, I can't let me take a look at it. But here's my, <laughs> my third eye. You know? But anyway, uh, Halloween is coming around here, and I forgot that there was all this Halloween candy. What about the candy corn? Are you still f- feeding the addictions? Oh, you know, I you know the candy corn gave out. It got so, up to you too quickly. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to watch the candy corn. Uh, it's it's more like you know I have to be careful because like you know you could feed a horse to death. Oh yes. Dickie, I could be the same way with candy. Just shove it in. You're like just you know, one more, just one just more. one more, just one more, one more. So Halloween's coming up. So hopefully you're coming up with a Halloween deck uh, costume. Cos- oh, I've already got it ready to go. Okay, don't so, tell. Oh, I'll don't save tell. it for the next episode. Yeah, you can save it for the well when we we do our. Uh, hopefully you can reuse it for uh, our dance. Uh, you know the the theming is always very dubious, so it's yet to be revealed. But yeah. I am certain. It will not be a costume that I already have in my closet. Okay. Well, I thought maybe you could kill two birds with a stone. Well, after last Keep... year's theme of war-torn France, there's not yes. much in my closet ready to go for that. Well, the other thing, too, is I thought maybe you could keep on that role of saving money. After $1,400, I, you, know, you know, save some more money. If only. We'll have take to see me what it turns and, out to and, be. And take your rector out to lunch. Oh, one day. You know what? Now, I, I, I want to tell you, I don't know if you heard this. Um, this actually, I think, affects everyone. Um, who goes to school and has Starship Grubhubs. Oh, uh, I don't know if you saw yesterday, but at Oregon State University, they had to evacuate campus because there was a bomb scare that someone had put a bomb in one of those little... Like in the same, food, like yeah. was, it, was it a Starship robot? Yeah. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Now, that's pretty crazy because as we know... You have to have a code to unlock it so they know who unlocked as it. As we heard in from, yeah. from Colin. Yeah. So, uh, you know... I think it's those guys on the video camera, really, or we should be most worried about. Yes. Well, what I would say, regardless, let's just get, get rid, rid of, of it all. I agree. Just get rid of it all. I, this, is, this is a great opportunity um, for us just to get rid of it all. Never have to worry about bomb scares and anyone else trying to do tomfoolery <laughs> or anything else worse than tomfoolery um, with that. We First, should just get rid of it it's exploding scooters and now it's Ex- exploding robots I exactly mean. you know just say no nancy reagan had it right in the 80s with drugs just say no to that and just say no to technology i agree let's just throw technology away and let's go back let's to the go, 1920s let's live in log cabins let's, <laughs> you know that log cabin didn't last so long when it burned down <laughs> Now, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember um, something else that was plaguing me Ooh. besides the robots and motorized scooters. I, do you remember how, I, I don't know if I was telling you, that somehow I'm sending emails and I think the emails are being sent and they're really not. Yeah, that's your goal. they're stuck in your this imaginary outbox. Yeah, or something. like they. I know I wrote these emails. I looked at them, I edited them, and I sent them and like two days later... People aren't responding. It's like, what is going on here? <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was like, you know... Is, People got something. There's a vendetta against you. Something, you know. Something's going on. Well, I found out what it was. Ooh. I wasn't paying attention very clearly. And I thought it was saying, do you want to archive this? Oh. And I was hitting, you know, you know, undo or no. No, what it actually was saying was... Do you want to unsend this? <laughs> you know, that's one of those senior moments we have where technology gets the better of us. Well, you know what, though? It takes a senior to admit that they've done something. That is something true. Wrong. So I, I, I admit the problem takes- was not Apple. It was me. <laughs> it was me. In my rush to do whatever I was doing, 
I wasn't paying attention clearly enough to to what that was. And I I take back all the bad things I said about cursing uh, the devices, Apple, and you know all that stuff. And it was just me all along. I don't think the listeners see what. I have to see before the podcast is fired up is we are cursed with GarageBand and connecting up the speaker. That too. Yeah, that's another thing. That let's let, let's put that on the back burner for another day. <laughs> but Father often get way too worked up. About I get this. way too worked. I'm trying to keep my blood pressure down. But you know, um, you know the other thing. I, I you know it's not you. It's me. Yeah, that is. To, it, I'm glad you've realized it at this point. <laughs> it really is. It really is me. So uh, there we go. Now uh, something else that's happening here, and I don't know if you realize this, is that there is a lot, a lot of energy now for the pit game. That USC win. It really turned that, it around. Oh my God! That this shellacking of, you know, of SC um, has really brought the fans back, and um, there are a number of people coming in. Um, and it is going to be a real, real game. And even in more shocking turnaround, my mom is coming to a cold game of Pitt. So, oh, I mean, my gosh. That 4820 did something, I'll tell you that much. Wow, she's coming She's up. even coming in. So oh, my, wow. Stead's alumni, wow. friends, family, oh, the no. whole shebang. Wow. Well, tell so when it so when's mom coming? Up? She's coming in Friday, and she's bringing one of her friends from Farley, so it'll be okay. a fun little reunion, sort okay. of say, and... We'll just enjoy the game together. It was kind of shocking. Like, this came out of nowhere. Well, now, what, what's the weather going to be like? Or am Ooh, I getting ahead of myself? Getting at, oh, boy. Well, you know, it actually isn't going to be as bad as initially thought. It was 55, which okay. for my mom, that's very cold. Yeah. But it's doable. It's doable for me. It's a brisk day. It's right. It's just a little nippy, but nothing too brisk. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, also, too, something else I don't know if you noticed. Um, that is a little a little different. Is did you notice we changed the coffee upstairs? No. Coffee. Now next week you're going to tell me you don't drink coffee. That is actually exactly what I was going to tell oh, you. Oh, you know what? Oh, folks, you know what? You can't get everything. Can you? You really in, can't. In a guest host. Well, so what did we change it to? Uh, well, we had um, was it uh, bold nothing, and we changed it to light nothing. Oh. Yeah. Is there a froth difference with that? I know we have uh, a huge froth issues well, in the well, dorm. Well, I think we got our froth issues cleared up. I mean, I think people now know that there's cappuccino mix and froth powder. <sighs> oh, thank and God. And I think they, they realize, thanks to Cam, uh, the sandwich artist, who also kind of takes care of that that, that area, he kind of made sure that everyone knows. And so I, th- I think uh, we got I, – I don't know. I like to go to the coffee machine. I go up there. Um, I belly up every morning. Oh, of and, course. And have a go at it. And uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think it gives a Starbucks a run for its money. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So, and but anyway, right in time for midterms and that kind of long stretch before the end of the year. It is. You know what? And I was going to ask, do you think we should put some tea packets out? Would you? I would be all over tea packets. Okay, I, that's what I drink. So okay. you'll see me at that. It's like the water cooler for me. Okay, I go back and forth between tea and coffee. Um, what kind of tea do you think? Pretty much green all, or black. I'm a green tea. Okay, well, well and okay. this conversation's well, over. you know what it is. <laughs> we got to get on to some other conversations. I think it's time to get on with the guests. I agree. Get it on. All right, our first guest is none other than Kyle Bass, senior and bread maker. Kyle, welcome. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Is it? It is indeed. <laughs> I feel like everyone says that, but you're really proving it. I an know. Honor. There's a big Cheshire cat grin on that oh, guy's face. Yes. You know. 
So uh, now it, it's true. It's your senior year, and I, I don't want to dwell on that too much because we want to extend that as long as we can. Oh, indeed. Um, but we are coming up to the second to the last, the penultimate. The, oh, football. yes. I love, I love using that word, penultimate uh, football game. But, uh, you know, something else that we just found out about you, Kyle, um, is that you bake bread. Indeed, I do. I actually just started to bake bread. Um, I came back from a semester abroad in France. Oh, and, uh, that will do it. came oh. to really enjoy the, the French way of you know eating a baguette with almost every meal. Yeah. I came back to the U.S. and I said, well... This doesn't really exist here. So <laughs> and that's the only way to rectify that problem was to start myself. Ooh, wow. Well, now, in, in America's defense here, I know that he, he went to France and everyone falls in love with France. <laughs> uh, but to defend America here, we actually did have bread with every meal. And my, I remember my parents like being just really, you know, offended when we go to someone else's house for dinner and there was no bread. But somewhere along the way, I think in the late 90s or something, they started talking about how bread was bad. You know, America loves to beat up on food. You know, every now and then we love to beat up on food. We love to beat up on eggs. You know, all this, you know this stuff, exactly. and then we beat up on bread. And then all of a sudden, I remember, all of a sudden at Moreau at the seminary, bread went off the table, and <laughs> there was no more bread. You know, like, unbelievable. Well, it's upsetting, but I'm glad someone's leading the charge, bringing back bread. I love bread. Thank you. So tell us. I mean, so it was just the bread culture of France that made you fall in love with. You know, a baguette and a boulangerie. It absolutely was, yeah. yeah that's boulangerie. Is boulangerie, it? yes. Boulangerie, Ooh, yes. That's right. Okay. So every day... Sorry, that's something else. It's very funny. About every corner in a, in a French city, there's a boulangerie, as you said. And um, it's just a daily ritual. You go to the boulangerie. You have, you know, the baker that you love the most. And you go say hello. And you get your baguette. You get your, your sourdough loaf, whatever you like. And mm-hmm. um, it's just shared among friends before dinner. So it really mm. is a, a way of the culture over there. I see. Maybe How with idyllic. Yes, with a, perhaps a little vine. You know, like <laughs> a little cheese, here and there. Yeah. A little cheese. <laughs> now, what cheese went well? I mean, did, would you, did you also experience the world of French cheeses? A little bit. Um, I have to say, my host family is much more into the wine on that side of things. Mm, but, uh, I like that. <laughs> I like that family. <laughs> Let me know. I I always love a good room temperature brie with a fresh Beaujolais. <laughs> <laughs> now you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. So you go to France. You went to Angers. Is Angers. That that's right. Angers. Yes. And you were there for three months. I was. How was that vacation? Uh, it was incredible. <laughs> uh, very little work was done. Mm-hmm. Lots of traveling. Um, took full advantage of the French rail system. Um, and really just was got it working? Oh, it was at the time. At okay, the time. it wasn't striking or something. <laughs> no, it was not. But I've heard that since then there have been some issues. So, oh, yeah. Um, looked out on that front. So, are you fluent in French? I'm close. I'd say not fluent, but I can get by conversationally. Wow, well, fantastic. So. Très, très bien. Merci, merci beaucoup. So, uh, here's something funny about European rail. I, I would go to Rome every year for fall break or spring break, and every Friday, they would always have, in March, they would have a strike. And I'm not joking. So one year, I was like, oh, my God, there's a strike on Friday. The next year I come back, there's the a same strike, strike on Friday. Friday. It's, like, it's always like the, they always strike the first Friday in March or something. But I'm glad it was working. You got to see that. You got to have a great vacation. Indeed. Then you come back, and you bring this love for bread. And then how did it go from there? Did you did you sit mom and dad down and say, I, I, I want to share something with you? I, Not exactly. I have a love it was, for bread. It was actually me and my roommate, a fellow steadsman, Jack Kalakak, oh. um, who had some some grand ambitions to make a little you know, little business out of it. So we set up Ooh. our Instagram page. We got um, oh, some like of the materials we needed, and we're just starting to launch fully right now. So Oh, I didn't know um, that. Oh, I did not know that. If you're in the South Bend area and want to 
you know, help support the business, get some fresh bread. We'd we'll love to make it. We'll put you on the pot. We'll put you on the on the on the website. Thank you. Yeah, that'd now, be great. Now, so because because we're now I'm going to jump ahead of myself because we're using your bread at, at Ed's. But before we get into that, I mean, okay, so you got this idea. You want to turn it into a little business. You know, you want to do this on the side. You know, uh, what did you do? I mean, did you go on Amazon and you know, <laughs> buy up a bread maker? I mean, what, did you ever do that? You just fire up the oven, right? Did you ever, did you ever make bread? Not I, My mom actually used to make bread. But besides for that, I just am admiring the... Food, the taste of the bread. <laughs> mm, mm. Okay, so tell us, what did yeah, you do? Walk us through. Yeah, you this, and Jack. Honestly, it's it's very basic. All we use is um, water, flour, and salt. Those are the only really? ingredients that are in our bread. GMO. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all natural. So um, we have that. We have a few basic tools that we use, a Dutch oven to cook it in, um, what's called a bread lamb, a French word to score the bread, um, as well as a proofing basket to kind of give it that shape. Um, but outside of that, it's really quite a simple process. It's all in the way that you work the bread and um, how you let it proof. And okay. yeah. Did well, you train in France to learn how to make this bread or you kind of just watch some YouTube videos? Or... I did not train in France. I wish I did now, but when I was in France, I said, well, everyone's making it for me. I There's no need that I have to make it myself. But the moment I arrived back in the States, I said, well, I'm going to have to figure this out now. Well, the nice thing is you can always go back to France. That's right. You know, you can go back for that, you know, not a three-month vacation. But you, can, you can go back and you can you can do the intensive exactly. bread cores. Yep. Maybe that's something that, you know, you could suggest that they, that they do for the program. You know, it, like, Indeed. Teach I you how to make bread. Get a little bread. bit of funding. You well, know, you never know. We can do it a little, yeah. <laughs> now, so you said a lot of things there that were like uh, proofing and all this stuff. I just imagine that you're just taking a bunch of flour and all this other stuff and throwing it in a bread maker. But it doesn't sound like you're doing that. Not exactly, no. It actually, the, the sourdough I make all starts from what's called uh, levain in French. It's a natural uh, leaven. It's a natural yeast mm -hmm. that takes about two weeks to prepare. It uses the natural uh, yeast in the flour that then kind of develops and creates that, that kind of tangy, sour taste that you get in the sourdough bread. So, wow. So it takes, it, so this is not like a day thing. No, so the levain takes about two weeks to create the first time, and then you can use it daily. You have to continue feeding it, um, continue to maintain it. And then the bread itself, um, I like to do it in a day, but to get the most flavor out of the bread, you can proof it overnight in the fridge, and that helps really to um, get a lot of that sourness into the, into the crust and into the dough. So what's the overall like cooking time on this, like the rising of the dough? Indeed. So I, most days I start around 9 a.m. when I mix all the dough. I'll do what's called a series, a series of stretch and folds throughout the day to give... Um, to form the gluten and gl give the dough structure. And then I'll usually start to bake around 5 or 6 p.m. And however many loaves I'm doing that day, I'll kind of put them in the oven successively. That is just so fast. It's like a s art and a science, as they say. Yeah, I, I think it's so. Like he's feeding a creature, like, on the side, and it just keeps yeah. growing and growing. Now, the only reason why I found out that you were making bread is because I was talking to another fellow senior of yours, Robert Klein, RC. That's right. And he says that you're making bread. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I thought it was just a hobby, you know, here that you're doing. But it's a hobby and a little more. Indeed. And, I, and, I, and I said, you know what we could do? We could, you know, how could we make Ed's better homemade bread Ooh, for our paninis? Yes. And that's exactly what the guys got this weekend, this week. Uh, they dropped off the bread, and um, Jack was your, your bread deliverer. Indeed, the courier. The courier. The courier. He, he dropped off five kilos of bread. So, and then we quickly got out down there, and Cam, you know, diced it up and put it on the sandwiches, and the sandwiches, you know, are 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 sold out. Better than ever. here. Yeah. Thrilled. So now, has has in the making of bread, what is like one of the secrets? You know, like most people don't know, but they, you know, if you're making bread, 
you need to know this. You need to do this. Sure. I think it's really um, in the technique you use when you do the final shape before it goes in the oven. Um, I think it's very easy to be a little bit too rough with the dough and to let a lot of the gases inside escape. But what gives it that big oven spring and those big airy holes on the inside of the crumb is really how you um, shape it at the very end, give tension to the to the crust so it really opens up and rises in the oven. Oh, wow. Okay. How fascinating. Yeah. Go ahead. So how many kind of, how much dough do you actually make or how much do you need to supply for steads for the week? So for the week, so this last week um, I made four bulls for um, for Ed's eatery. Um, we're going to see how, you know, how long that lasts. But um, that takes around, I'd say, uh, four to five pounds of flour, um, wow. a bit of water and salt. Um, so this semester so far, I've probably gone through around 30 to 35 pounds of flour so far. Oh my gosh. Well, I think I, you know, I think I know what I'm going to give you this Christmas. Oh boy. A little, a little Christmas bread. Yes. Now they got, they got to have some special Christmas bread in France, right? Cause the Italians do, I'm sure the French I got I think it. they do. I don't know off the top of my head, but you, you got to find that out. Right. You got to branch out, yes. you know, try a little different bread. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the French make bread like in clay pots and all that, <laughs> you know. There wasn't. Yeah. I know you're not, you're not there at that level, but, uh, you know, <laughs> so on. do what you do, you know, do, stay where you know. Um, now has, has, um, any of the bread not come out the way you'd hoped it? That's absolutely right. Yes. Uh, the first few attempts were not, um, quite as, how do I put it? successful as um, the, re- the recent efforts, but um, especially baguettes. Baguettes require a certain touch that I have not quite oh. mastered yet. Mm. Um, but I think that, you know, the challenge is part of the joy of really learning how to do it and mm. kind of becoming better as you go. What's that hardest part of like the format? Like, is it the kneading? What is that hardest part of making the bread? Um, for the baguettes, it's what's called a, a high hydration dough. So there's more water in the dough, which makes it stickier and harder to handle. Mm-hmm. And then kind of shaping it into that final kind of elongated shape um, and really getting it to um, to cook in the oven without getting too crispy right away oh. is difficult because there's more surface area. Huh. Well, so you're making baguettes at home. You're giving us bowls. Yes, that's right. Um, they look like, you know, big round you know, pieces, you know, dough balls. Uh, bread loaves, which are very beautiful, artistically done. Thank you. Um, and there's, it has a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Nikolai, have you had a sandwich with uh, the new bread? No, not with the new bread, but I can't wait to see what the taste is like and then with the artiste yes. of Cam combining I, it all together. I, I mean, you know, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> they said it could Darn straight they did it. You know, I did, I must admit, uh, the first day when he was making those sandwiches, I went in. And I took a piece of bread. Wow. And he goes, I need that. I need, I need that. I need it more. <laughs> I need it more. <laughs> I'm not fooling around here. I need it. I need it more. But uh, I, it's one of those nice little things that, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you know, look, you know, you have a passion, uh, a hobby for making bread. And mm-hmm. Let's tap it in. Let's see what we can do here with Steads. I love it. And just take it, you know, just that one little thing only at, only a Steads can do. I agree. Indeed. Yeah. How long can the bread last for? Like if I ordered up a piece of bread, I mean, and I, how long could it last? That's a great question. So we don't use any artificial preservatives like you'll find in the grocery store. No GMOs. No, we do not. So <laughs> it won't last quite as long, um, but we give it to you the day it's baked. So it's mm. it's fresh bread. Yeah. Um, and if you freeze it, put it in something airtight and able to freeze it, it can last for up to months. So. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. Now, is there anything else aside from the bread and the wine that you walked <laughs> away with? Uh, with a love of uh, from your time in France, absolutely. Uh, I think just an appreciation of the culture, an appreciation of um, 
the way that people just love to spend time together over food, over drink um, in France is just something that um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the way that dinner parties were a weekly thing instead of a monthly thing mm-hmm. um, and really just love to learn the language and get to know the people at, on a closer level. I see. Uh, now, did you take any side trips? I mean, obviously you went around in France, but yes. did you get outside of France? I did a little bit. I spent most of spring break um, in Italy. Or fall break? Or fall, uh, spring, spring break, break spring. at the time, yes. It was the last spring. Yes. Exactly, yes. So I was in Italy for most of that break. Um, and then made some short excursions into Belgium and Spain. Oh, wow. Now, what would your recommendation be? Like if someone was on the on the fence about doing study abroad, would you, what would you say to that person like to encourage them to do that? Why should someone study abroad? Absolutely. I think it's an incredible idea for anyone that wants to explore, that wants to see a new part of the world. But also, I think it's the best time to do it. Um, there are a few times in your life that you can really just pick up and go somewhere else for a semester um, relatively easily and still earn credits towards your degree and still be around people that you know. So I think that um, kind of intercultural experience is something that Notre Dame really puts a big emphasis on and really sets us apart from other institutions. Wow. Well said. It's like a brochure. I know. I, it, That's folks, fantastic. Wow. We didn't even, we didn't even you know, pay him. <laughs> <laughs> I think what is the internet was it, what, what, who runs overseas all this, the international... NDI, 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 right. NDI should be paying him money. <laughs> yeah, this is an Good ambassador. Day. Put that on the back of a trifold or, <laughs> or on the webpage. Wow. So, okay, so now um, uh, we're coming up to another game, but uh, you're going to be making some more bread here, aren't you? I will be, yep. How, one last question. How many loaves of bread do you make a week? Yeah, so that's a good question. We've been ramping up production gradually. Okay. Um, I think we're getting up towards 12 to 15 lately, um, which is definitely tough with one conventional oven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be closer to the limit, but um, hopefully we can continue finding ways to be more efficient. Fantastic. Ooh. Fantastic. Wow. Well, très bien. Super I, I think he captured the the was it the uh, esprit de corps of of course of the hall. I don't know. I just say je ne sais quoi. The joie de vivre. But anyway, well, Kyle, thank you so much for making time, uh, taking uh, a break from breaking baking bread, so that we can break bread uh, over <laughs> over the over That's the podcast. That's a mouthful. It <laughs> is. <laughs> well put. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Nikolai, don't you like that, Kyle? Oh, he really can work up an appetite with those stories. I know. I think I, I, I later tonight I want to have a, a panini made yeah, with I'm his gonna bread. To, I'm going to have to go over to Ed's right after this. Maybe I just got to buy a loaf. <laughs> smart man. Yeah, just forget the panini altogether. Just go right for what I want. Smart, smart man. Well, I would, well gee whiz, it's a shame that other people don't come back with other hobbies after going to study abroad. I agree. Except, you know, a love for Guinness. or fermentation. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that later because we got to get on with our next guest. Our next guest is none other than Vladimir, all the way from Romania, Stiz Freshman. Vladimir, welcome. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast. It's an honor. Oh, is it? The yeah. honor's ours. <laughs> the honor is ours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, now, Vladimir, now, how do you say your last name? Petrescu. Okay, there you go. That's that's how you say his last name. So we had a debate here, and we didn't know which way to go. So I said, you know what? We're going to let Vladimir say his yeah, name. Yeah, that's right. I want to see what were like, the options of pronouncing my name, because that's all <laughs> <laughs> so We'll say that after the show. We don't want to embarrass ourselves. We don't want to embarrass ourselves. Now, uh, now, you're from Romania. Yes. Where in Romania? So I'm from Constanza, 
which is like the <coughs> sorry, which is like the second largest city in Romania. It's more of like like the fun city in Romania. Bucharest is like the capital where all the finances, and Romania is like the tourist attraction with the sea and all. Like the, we have some carnivals like in Rio. It was very fun during oh, the summer. Wow. Yeah. So are you on on the Black Sea? Yeah, I'm on the Black Sea. Uh, closer to Bulgaria than Ukraine, so in okay. the southern part. The southern uh-huh. part. Okay. okay. Now I went to Bulgaria. I went. I went to Romania. I went uh, off to the west to uh, Timisoara. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful city. It like. is. Yeah, it was very beautiful, and I love the people. They were so nice, uh, and the food was phenomenal. Ooh. Yes, and 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 the and the drinks were great too. Oh, I'm sure they were. They had great beer too. <laughs> so okay, so you're you're in Romania, and it's time to graduate from high school. And here we go to and, 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 yeah. South Bend, Indiana. How did you pick South Bend? How did you choose Notre Dame? So I always wanted to study aerospace in the States. So it was clear that I would choose like an American university. And how I chose Notre Dame is it was actually like very funny because I was thinking on what to apply on early action, early decision. Oh my. And my counselor just said, we'll look at my list. And he, he, she said, oh, you do not have Notre Dame here. And you should apply first to Notre Dame. And that was... Wow. Get out. Yeah. So who was this counselor? So it's uh, like an um, English teacher. She's very nice. Her name is uh, Daniela Bordet. She has like a lot of experience in like sending Romanian uh, kids like to American universities, especially Ivy schools and not only. Get out. That's a, It's like a divine intervention. That That's is. amazing. I tell you. So a Romanian teacher told you Oh, you need to apply to Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, yeah. And okay. she told me you need first to apply to Notre Dame. Now just only apply. Oh, I Notre Dame should oh. be like the first school you apply to. Oh my gosh. Well, get her a medal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And some. Yeah, I know. Like, I love that. I got to study aerospace. Go to Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, okay. So now you apply to Notre Dame. How did you get notified that you were accepted? So did you apply early action? In yeah, so I applied early action. I think it was like end of November, maybe the beginning of mid-December, I forgot the day. And I like just woke up and one of my friends told me, yeah, you know that uh, early the action of Notre Dame comes like, it came like in the midnight for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to check it. And I was like uh, admitted and I was very happy. And then like a couple of days, my financial offer offer came. It was like a 70% uh, financial mm-hmm. aid. Ooh. And then I got notified like, I think in January to February that I was selected for the scholars program. And what I had to... Uh, no. no, for Stinson. Ah, Stinson. Yeah. And then I gave the interview and uh, in mid-March I was like announced that I got a scholarship which was like very good for me because the school is like very expensive especially for Romania. And in like one week I Notre Dame booked my flight to come and see the campus for admitted student days and during admitted student days I decided yeah I'm not gonna wait for other universities I'm going to Notre Dame. Oh Wow. wow. What was it that sold you when you came here? Mostly the people because I went to like the engineering hub and I saw how open the people are and like doing like projects and helping on your like own personal projects because I thought like with my friends at other universities and Notre Dame is not just about the classes, Notre Dame is about like doing something your own. 
like doing your own projects, like being yourself and rediscovering who you are and doing what you want to do, not only like getting a good education, you're getting great education, but you're also like following your passions and like the teachers wow. help you. Mm. Wow, go ahead. That, that would sell every. I mean, that's amazing. What a great story. So how has been the, like, the transition from Romania to Indiana? So the weather is kind of like, so it was not like a weather shock. I know winter, I know autumn, so it's kind of okay. And also like the people are not like so different from Romania because we're kind of like westernized and it's not my first time in the United States, so I kind of know the culture. Oh, I see. So now I got to ask, I want to go back here. Uh, so you see people doing their projects and their passion. What is your passion about aerospace? I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's, you know, not a common major here that, oh yeah, I'm doing aerospace. <laughs> yeah, so until like 10th grade, so sophomore of high school, I was thinking to become like a theoretical physicist. But then I discovered National Space Society, which is like a society in partnership with NASA here in the States. And they have like this big contest in which you have like to design a space settlement and without any like prior knowledge I enrolled with like a team from Romania and we did a project on like cleaning space debris and I had like to design everything like the drones the spaceships and we won second prize and it was like amazing because like it's wow. a great achievement and then I was speaker at the conference here in like here in, in Washington DC okay wow look at this Ooh. and kind of that set my course to aerospace wow so you're, you, it all started with creating a big space vacuum to get all that space debris. <laughs> it was not. It was like more like drones with four arms going and getting every piece of space debris out there. There is a lot of space debris, isn't there? Yeah. So it's it, going to be a problem. Yeah. So is this kind, this kind, this syndrome called like the Kessler syndrome after the NASA scientist who proposed it that says that uh, the probability of collision between a space debris and the functional satellite or spaceship increases and uh, log, uh, exponentially. And after we get to a point, we, we will no longer be able to launch anything from Earth because it will get collided with the space debris. Interesting. Uh, who would have thought? That's, I, yeah. So what kind of, what is like debris? Like, is that just like old ships and a bunch of satellites floating around? Yeah, so basically space debris is everything from like dead satellites who can no longer like maintain a stable orbit because their battery is dead or they do not have like fuel remained to like upper stages or when the rocket like makes into two. Yeah, so, stages. Yeah, and that just mass stranded from like paint chips that like fell off the rockets, like everything that floats in there is a space debris, including meteorites that are considered space debris. Yes, and th that stuff is speeding around the earth at a high speed oh wow yeah and it, it, it'll go right through like it'll be like a bullet going through the space so basically space, uh you know, the what was that that little uh, what's that space what's international what's space station yeah so they're doing like 24 if i remember where like uh, avoidance maneuver a year wow 24 avoidance maneuvers yeah. you gotta do to that's crazy. Yeah, and imagine that they have like to move the whole giant station just to get safe from like a one cent ten centimeter like ball. Like wow, could you imagine? Uh, that's that's why I'm not going to. If there space. wasn't enough problems to get up there in the first place, you yeah. got to be worried when you're up there. I'm not going there. That's why I'm going directly to Mars. <laughs> don't go. not the Titanic. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> just go to the space station. Go directly to Mars and don't collect two hundred dollars. So yes. that's what I'm doing. My like physics teacher had us saying that. Uh, we, we must protect the Earth because no matter how worse 
Earth can get it's safer than space. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. That is true. You don't want yeah. Talk about things going wrong in space. It could be explosive. <laughs> but okay, so you're in aerospace. Everything is going well. You know, you, you've been ex- you've been exposed to America before. You know, but now you're actually living with Americans. You're living here at Steads, and there's got to be some funny things that we do. You know, the way that we talk. You know. Um, things that, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, they eat so much. <laughs> the you plates know. are so big. Yeah, you know, like, oh my God, you know. What, what have you noticed? You're among friends, don't worry. So, I noticed that usually in Romania, when we're not, like, among people we know, we're kind of, like, retweeting when we party, so we are not, like, so ongoing when we party, and especially during, like, the floating morning, I see how everybody is, like, partying, and <laughs> it's, like, so weird to see that... Most people like we they knew like the freshman for one week and we already like they like take on us and show us how to party. So it was like this thing that how ongoing are and how like open to new experiences are. I see. Wow. Wow. Okay. Very open community. Very open. <laughs> we are. We well. He really is among friends. So <laughs> the doors are open. The doors are open. Okay. Now we just came from fall break. Uh, I think it, you were around during fall break. Yeah, I stayed here in yeah. the campus. So did you enjoy having the, the quietude? Yeah, it was kind of like creepy to see Stead, like so empty. Especially that being an old building, it creaks a lot at night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I hear creaks and things during the summer. And I just like, okay, the door's locked. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Nothing else is going to happen. Put a pillow over my head and say a prayer. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I saw you a few times down in the gym, but it was really quiet around here. Yeah, it was like, it was like a like a ghost town. So the only thing that people like were on was like the south dining. Oh wow! You had nothing. You're just walking by your camp in the in the campus by yourself. Mm. Now something else um, I'm curious to know about is football. You've gone to a football game. Yeah. How is that? So it I usually like I'm not a big fan of soccer. So oh oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we can we can wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like understand the games. So I thought it was boring, but like American uh, football. So it's the first thing American football for me is like big <laughs> <laughs> transition there. Yeah. Oh, oh, you don't like American football? No, I like American football. I don't oh. like soccer. Okay. Never He's mind. already perfectly okay. uh, ready for the community. Okay. Here. Okay. Yeah. So I like the game because it like. It's like so much energy. I mean, even if you're not like watching the game, you still have fun of like looking like in the crowd and see what they're doing. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and like the halftime show is amazing. Last game when everybody like stormed the field, I was just staying like in the stands and looking how they were like trying to get out of the field. <laughs> and like the announcements uh, immediately like clear the field. That's gonna take a, like a lot more than immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's talking about they stormed the field after the USC. Oh yes, I love that. Yes. Please leave the field immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. They keep and playing. after that, do not run. Yeah, it's it's immediately or do not run. <laughs> do not. Yeah, well, good luck on that one. That's risk management for that, you. The risk management. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Wow. It, it, so have you ever done a push-up or anything like that? Yeah. So in my first game, it was like with Tennessee State. I was like in the last push-up, so there were already like 49 points or something like that. So <laughs> it was a lot. They threw you up. Yeah. yeah. Now this weekend, we have the trifecta. Yes, we do have the trifecta. We have the Steads trifecta with, uh, with our varsity athletes. On Thursday, we have Brendan Ali playing hockey. 
On Friday, we had Patty Burns uh, and Brian Dowd playing soccer, and they're ranked number three. You want to go to that even though you yeah. don't like soccer. <laughs> and then we have uh, J- uh, Joe Odding. Joel, uh, is it Joe Odding. Joe Odding playing uh, football on Saturday. The trifecta. It's literally, you can't make a better story that, no. at South Carolina. That's almost good sets. news. Almost, almost, it is. Uh, you're jumping the gun a little I'm bit. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's great folks. news. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm jumping all over his spot. But <laughs> you've, got, you've got some more sporting things to go. So you can try out a hockey game. Yeah, I wanted to like watch hockey in Romania. We have like a good hockey team in Brasov, one of the cities, and I went like to ice skate on their like ring. Ooh. But I never seen like a hockey game, and I want to try that. You know, the, you know, I don't like watching hockey on TV, but I love watching hockey in person. Exactly, it's one of those sports you can't watch on TV because no. it's just too hard to track the puck. Yeah. But at Notre Dame, I mean, it is rivaling football game. I mean, it is great. It, it is, is so exciting, and it even is. basketball games is another thing you got to be ready for because those. It's a new season, so there's going to be a lot of fun energy. A lot of fun energy, yeah. So, okay, so we're now pushing into the final, final stretch here for your fall semester. Um, if you could do it all over again, would you come to Notre Dame? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Folks, pass the test. He passed it. You know what? We can't make this up. He said it himself. There was no passing of bread or <laughs> any cash or anything here. But, uh, well, fantastic. And would you tell others in your in your high school to apply to Notre Dame? Of course. I mean, we have to like enlarge the Romanian community here. I'm the only one now. <laughs> yeah. wow. Are you the only one? Yeah. Oh, get out. Wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Did a lot of people from your high school apply to Notre Dame? Uh, no, only one. My best friend applied also to Notre Dame. But Got to get yeah. the pipeline going. We got to get the pipeline. We got to get it hooked up. That's your job, Vladimir. That's your job. Yeah, to bring a lot of Romania. To make Romania the second language of Notre Dame. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for making time for to come and talk to us, Vladimir. Um, we're so glad that you're here. Thank you, for much, thank you so much for having me. It was like my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Well, don't you like that, Vladimir? I'm just in shock by the Romanian pipeline. I, we got to get it built because Romania... Uh, Vladimir is great. He is. He's, he is he's, a burst of energy. He is. We need we need more Romanian spirit here. Just like we got a lot of Brazilians, we need a Romanian Brazilian spirit. Keep them coming. Yeah, a little BR. A little BR. Not, <laughs> not Banana Republic. <laughs> but anyway, he is a, he's a one really nice guy. Uh, okay, well, I think it's time for good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai, Ooh, so welcome. We've had some great news happening over the past couple weeks. Oh, okay. And one of the major ones has been Father Jenk, President Father Jenkins, is stepping down. And he will no longer be serving as the president at the end of the academic year. Yeah. He's been there for 19 years. 19 years since 2005. Yeah. And it's going to be weird around here not thinking about that the president up in the dome isn't Father Jenkins. But he will be off to teaching and writing at Notre Dame. So he's not totally gone. He's just transitioning yeah. to a new position. Transitioning to a new a new thing, yes. And so my question for you is, are, are you throwing your collar in the ring? Are you looking to get... Of course. Move into the dome? Of course. I think it's the duty of every Holy Cross priest to throw their, their name in the ring. And I'm going to do that, too. Um, I'm just waiting for the right time to launch my campaign. Uh, and my campaign is built on a slogan that's very easy. Ooh. Hague, he's ready. He's tan. He's rested and he's ready to go. <laughs> Put him in, coach. Tan, rested, and ready to go. Ralph Hay. Ralph Hay. Ralph Hay for president. 
Here we go. You yeah. know, you've got my vote. Even though well, I can't you. vote, you've got my vote. <laughs> thank you. That's all that matters. No, there will be other people who, are, who will be doing that. I am not one of them, and thank God. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't want that job. Sometimes God it's a thankless you. position. Yes, it is. Just like a rector sometimes. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll, we'll save that for another time. Too. <laughs> That's offline. Okay, what's the next good news? So another piece of good news on the Halloween theme is mm. there's an event going to be Halloween Fest at the end of the week, oh. which will be, they're going to have haunted hay rides. I wonder how that will be. Oh, Lord. There will be mazes. Where? Uh, I think, I, honestly, I have no idea where it will be. But okay. I think library lawn, but don't uh. take my word for it. There will be food trucks, pumpkin painting, hot chocolate, and cider. Okay, this so. is this is a rector's worst nightmare. This is a rector's is worst a, yeah, nightmare. I see bales of hay coming into the hall. I see smashed pumpkins. Uh oh. You know, no thank you. Nothing but trouble. You know what? You know what? Dining services, you come and clean up the mess. <laughs> it's all their fault. Enablers. Enablers. So that's good news for us. Bad news for Father Ralph. But yeah. the Halloween fest will be truly exciting. I might wear my costume. I okay. won't spoil what it is, okay. but it will be coming up. Mm-hmm. And our last piece of good news mm-hmm. is, as you already spoke about, the Steads trifecta. I won't bore our listeners by telling them about it again, but mm-hmm. there's some other Steads news that this Ooh. might even be the Steads quartet. Ooh. is flag football playoffs are coming around the corner oh, for oh. the B-League. So yours truly, we have we got our first win last week. Yeah. So you got, this week, technically. So you got your act together. We got our act together. We It was 19-0. to And if you ask how we scored that, it was through forfeit. Okay. So Bomber just decided not to show up. It's which still was, a win. Which was what we needed to get across the finish line. So, so you're now in the playoffs. We are now in the playoffs, and we will be playing for the championship. Oh, and my gosh. Eyes are on the prize. So are any other Stets teams doing a championship? I don't. I, I'm certain the other Stets team qualified because I think you need to just get one win. So the other junior team has qualified. I don't know about the seniors. So, um, wait, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be... The guy bursting your bubble, oh. here, but, but your team just had to score one win. You needed one win to make the playoffs, and you couldn't forfeit two times. That so, was the only requirement. So is this like everyone's a winner? Pretty much. Everyone's a champion? You know, it's like that 12-team playoff. It's it's just enough to keep the kids happy. Okay. You know what they say. It's for the kids in the for end. For the kids, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Now, some other good news. Ooh. Other good news is that... Remember how we reported that our fall apparel came in just in time? Yes. It did. It came just in time. But there were some missing items. And somehow we overlooked, forgot to order the hats. Oh, my gosh. I know. And they have arrived. And they're just in time. Just in time. So just in time. And uh, all of the apparel that we needed to get out is out. All the long sleeves, all the crew neck sweaters, all the hoodies, because it is gotten cold. Yeah, but you it's know ready what? to go. So I think it's a little time for a little weather here with Nikolai. Oh, weather. Oh, yes. So it's finally turning the page, and it mm. will be cold next week. Mm. We've got highs in the 40s and mm-hmm. lows in the 30s. Ooh. Partially cloudy, if you're lucky. Full of clouds when you're not lucky. And that's that's it. It's really depressing. Mm. Nothing like it was. To, or On Tuesday, it was nice, sunny 77. It will not be like that anymore. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe maybe one more day in the 70s somewhere along the way. But I think it'll be a rarity. From then on, sweater weather and Sweater weather, jackets. gray and, you know, coats and jackets. But, you know, that's the price for living, you know, in this little slice of heaven. It, it is true. As uh, Vladimir said, I mean, this you can't replicate a place like this. No, you can't. No, you can't. They will try, 
But they can't. They can't. All right. Well, that's good news and weather with Nikolai. Thank you, Nikolai. Now, doesn't that Nikolai do such a great job? He does, Nikolai. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's that time of the show, Nikolai. Oh, it was one amazing show, just like usual. I know. Hey, we got to say thank you to our guests. We just say thank you to Kyle Bass. You know, I'm, uh, tonight I'm going to try one of those paninis. I'm going to race over there right maybe, as we finish. Maybe I'll just take one of the lows. <laughs> Smart man. You know, and uh, we got to say thank you to Vladimir. I still can't say his last name. <laughs> well, there's a we'll lot save of, that for offline. There's, there's a lot of vowels in it, but uh, he's a really nice guy. And wish him all the best. And want to say thank you for, you know, uh, filling in and giving us, um, you know, a co-host. And also with weather and good news. Of course. It's the least I can do. Yes. Well, and we got to say thank you to our listeners. Listeners, thank you for listening. And if you like these stories, well, we got more great stories coming to you next week. You can find us in the Red Room on iTunes or Spotify. I'm Father Ralph with my guest co-host, Nikolai, and you've been in the Red Room.